What's good boys and girls? It's Yande from the Gen Z Chronicles and welcome to 2023. Happy New Year. Hope you guys are doing amazing. Welcome to our first episode of the new year. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it as much as I enjoyed making it. I hope that you will um you learn something even as I am learning from these experiences that I'm sharing with you. So yeah don't forget to follow us on instagram we are at the gen z chronicles you can also find this podcast on anchor by clicking the link in our bio you can also find this podcast on google podcasts and apple podcasts and yeah let's get into the podcast all right first episode of 2023 um we are here we are happy we are excited we are expectant um the first thing that I decided to do with the podcast, even as we undergo this rebranding, um, I decided that the podcast would take another, or well not another, it's going to take, it's going to take a different direction, per se. You know, um, I am a Christian. I am a Christian youth in Zambia, and I thought that the topics that I should be talking about should speak to those areas of my life: the Christian part, the youth part, the female part. Um, so those are the issues that I am going to be talking about. I'm going to have a bunch of guests. Um, sometimes it's going to be me. Sometimes I'm going to have guests. Sometimes I'm going to bring people on. It's going to be a whole different thing. And we're going to, this year, we're going to explore the issues that we as a generation face backed by the Bible. Can I get an amen? The backing, the foundation will not be Google. It will not be hearsay. It will not be rumors. Everything that we are going to talk about everything that we're going to share is going to be factual it's going to be bible based it's going to be rooted in the word of god because um i believe that the platform that i have or the platform that i have been granted the platform that i am creating has to be one that pushes the agenda of god you know because there's a lot of crazy stuff happening among us as the youth as university students as a generation as as a planet in general there's a lot of crazy stuff going on and i thought that with the little platform that i have i'm like at what i'm like 80 followers which is which is insane which is insane for me the 80 80 of us you know 80 something of us we're just going to talk about god we're just going to listen we're just going to learn we're just going to grow and we're going to mature even in the things of god and that is what the rebranding is going to focus on so if we're going to talk about dating we're going to talk about it plus god we're going to talk about love plus god relationships plus god heartbreak plus god everything is gonna have god in it so get ready for that and yeah that was just the psa let's get into today's episode all right um today's episode is entitled what to do when you fall as a christian um it's backed by the inspiration of this is my own personal experiences, you know, with falling. It's also known as backsliding, you know, what to do when you backslide as a Christian, when you go back to what you used to do, whatever that activity may have been. Um, so what is going to discuss, um, well, I'm going to discuss, you guys will listen. I'm going to talk about, you know, how I came back from the fall, you know, how I found my feet again. And I'm not speaking as a professional like Yande is the one who knows how to stand. Yande is teaching us how to stand. You know, I'm speaking from my own personal experiences, what I did when I fell, 
how I felt and how I managed to stand up. Who knows? Maybe I felt yesterday and now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to encourage myself, you know. Um, but that's what I'm going to be talking about. What to do when you fall. What to do when you backslide. What to do when you go back to that habit you said you never go back to. What to do when you go back to that person you said you never go back to. Or that activity, that act, um, whatever it may be. What to do when you go back to that thing that you swore off, you know. And yeah, that's going to be our first podcast of 2023. Um, Hope you guys are excited as I am. Because I feel like this is something that each and every youth goes through. We always have that thing that we'll be like, never doing it again, never doing it again. And before we know it, we're back doing it again and we're beating ourselves up. We're looking at ourselves in the mirror like we're trash, like we're not worth it, like we are failures, you know. But I just want you to know that you are not alone. I go through it at least once a month, you know. And I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it's it's something that I struggle with. And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone, you know. And whoever is listening to this, um, you're not alone either. You are not weak, you are not powerless, you are not a failure, you are not worthless. You are a human being and it's okay to fall, we fall. So we need to attack this at the root, yeah? What causes you to fall? What causes you to go back? What causes you to backslide? What causes me? What causes us to fall? What causes us to backslide? You know, um, in the Bible it says, um, sin comes from your own desires you know so the desires that you already have are the things that lead you to sin so if we do some science and some mathematics if you if you get rid of the desire you get rid of the desire you get rid of the sin you know oh that was deep um so yeah i think there's somewhere in the bible i can't remember the verse but it says that your desires when fully grown give birth to sin and sin when fully grown gives birth to death you know and then obviously it's talking about spiritual death but it could also be physical death but it's also talking about spiritual death so your desires when full grown become sin and then sin when full grown leads to death spiritual death that's why we have fallen that's why i have fallen that's why i have gone back to this sin so that's the root cause of why we fall because we keep entertaining the desires we keep entertaining the thought we keep entertaining the idea of the sin you know like for those people who start who like for people who struggle with pornography you know they want to stop yes and they know they need to stop but they keep entertaining the thought in their mind Maybe if I just watch a little bit, it won't be so bad. Maybe if I just do this, it won't be so bad. Maybe if I do it once a week, I'll be able to reduce. Maybe if I do it once a month, I'll be able So the more that you entertain that desire, the easier it will be for it to become a sin. The easier it will be for it to become something that you can actually work upon. So that could be or that is a root cause of why we sin and why we fall because we entertain the thoughts we entertain the desires and that's something that you need to really look into yourself if you have something that you keep falling back into ask yourself how often am i thinking about this thing how often am i entertaining it how often am i allowing it to take up space in my mind and in my heart and then when you see that it is often you know that oh I'm entertaining the thought so that when the opportune time comes for me to sin, it's not going to be like some, 
accident even if it feels like an accident you've been thinking about it you've you've it's been on your mind for the longest time so look into yourself how often are you thinking about this thing you know that's a root cause of why you fall if it's alcohol if it's drugs how often are you around people who do that how often are they drugs the alcohol the sex how often is it on your mind because it shouldn't catch you by surprise if you find yourself doing the act when you think about it every day it shouldn't catch you by surprise it's always on your mind you haven't stopped thinking about it even if you haven't done it in two weeks it's been on your mind so that's a question that you need to ask yourself how often is this thing on my mind whatever it may be sometimes it's not even you know something bad it could be some action that we do it could be you know offensive language it could be jealousy it could be whatever it could be how often do you think about this because it becomes a desire how often is this desire in your heart how often is this desire on your mind because we know from the bible that desire gives birth to sin and sin give, gives birth to death and that's why we keep falling back so that's a root cause of why we fall don't let it catch you by surprise evaluate yourself sit down evaluate yourself so we've gotten that out of the way you are evaluating yourself i'm evaluating myself we're all evaluating ourselves we know the problem we know what we keep falling back into so now we're asking ourselves how often is it on my mind so we check that the second thing that you need to know is that falling or backsliding or going back to something that you said you never do again is hard because we like it because i like it you know even though i feel bad afterwards when i'm doing it i don't feel anything i don't feel any guilt i don't feel any remorse i don't feel any sadness when i am doing it because that's why it is so hard it's never something toxic nobody's stabbing themselves with a knife no it's something that you like it's something that you can bear it's something that you can manage so that's the second thing it is extremely hard and it takes god it takes the help of the holy spirit to actually overcome so from the bible we see that no one is perfect the only perfect person is god is jesus that's the only perfect person those are the only perfect people we see from romans chapter 3 verse 3 that it's a very common verse for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god so what does that tell us it takes off the pressure that you need to be perfect it takes off the pressure that you need to be this excellent this spotless person it takes off the pressure because the bible has told you that all have sinned from the time that you are born you fall short of the glory of god you 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 can't be perfect but then again, knowing that you can't be perfect doesn't mean that you shouldn't try, okay? Knowing that we are not perfect doesn't mean we shouldn't try to be perfect, okay? But it's just something comforting knowing that even if I fall, it doesn't make me any less of a child of God. It doesn't make me any less loved by God. Because not only did he see it coming, but he knows that we are just flesh and bones he is god he is perfect he's almighty he knows that he can handle it but he also knows that we can't handle it so we need to realize that falling does not make us any less loved doesn't make us any less special doesn't make you any less worthy of love or whatever it may be okay 
that's something that we need to get through our heads. We are all imperfect, but we are made perfect through God. We are made perfect by his love. We are made complete even in him. So we are told that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned and are imperfect in Romans, okay? But then in Psalm 103 verse 3, um, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all your iniquity. It goes on saying, who forgives your diseases, who heals your diseases, who forgives your iniquity, who renews your strength. It's just like a praise thing. You guys should read that, Psalm 103. Um, so it's it's saying that we should think that God forgives our iniquity. So even as in as much as we are these imperfect human beings, we have a God who is ready to forgive us. We have a God who is ready to forgive all our iniquities, who is ready to forgive all our, you know, who is ready to heal all our sicknesses, heal all our imperfections. So that is also an assurance, you know. And it is something that is very comforting to know that we have somebody who will forgive us. Because, you know, the world can be very judgmental. The world can be very harsh. But we know that when we go to God, honestly, genuinely, he is going to look upon us with love and with favor and with mercy, you know. So that's the third thing. Was that the second thing? I don't know. That's the next point. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But even in that, we still have a God who forgives our iniquities, you know. The fact that he knows that we cannot make it makes it easier for us because he knows you know, but then again, being imperfect doesn't mean you shouldn't try to be perfect. Another thing that we need to take note of that is that even when we fall, there is a solution. You do not need to fall into the pit and stay into the pit. That is extremely unnecessary. But what the world wants, what, you know, our enemy, the devil wants is that he wants you to fall and he wants you to stay down. But nobody wants that, you know, nobody wants to be the one who stays down. Nobody wants to be the one who doesn't um, rise up, you know. That's why as Christians, we have a solution, okay. Um, in Isaiah chapter 1, we are told that, you know, there's a verse that says, Come, let us reason together, okay. Though your sins are as scarlet, God will wash them. God will wash you until you are as white as snow. Though your sins are as crimson, they will be as wool. So that shows us that no matter how bad, crimson is red, red. Crimson is, is, is a stain, you know. And we said that we were being told that no matter how red, no matter how dirty, no matter how filthy, we have whatever we have done is God. Jesus is willing to clean us up and make us whole again. And that is the solution that we have as Christians, as believers. Nothing is too dirty. Nothing is too bad that we can ever do that can separate us from the love of God. There's that verse in the Bible that says nothing can separate us from the light, from the love of God. Not height, height not depth. Not length, not width, no things present, no things to come, not life, not death. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. And that should be such a welcoming thought, such a warming thought, knowing that even if I fall, 
there is a solution there is somebody who i can ask to cleanse me and obviously it goes without saying that in that moment when you have done the sin and you feel guilty and you feel dirty you know it's not like immediately you feel like wow washed and, and clean and everything you know but it it comes from my experience when i have fallen and i have wronged god and i know that i have wronged god and i know i have sinned in my experience yeah it's not something like the sin is forgotten you know like in a snap of a finger or whatever that's not what it is but it comes as a feeling of you know how you feel when you feel guilty yeah you feel weighted you feel like you are heavy you feel like you are consumed yeah forgiveness from god is the opposite of that you feel all of that lift that has been my experience and i can testify to that you will feel that that weight lift you will feel light you will feel cleansed you will feel forgiven and that i can guarantee you test and see and you come tell me that's actually how you're going to feel that's how i felt it's not something like a voice like you are forgiven my child no 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 it's a sensation it's a feeling of lifting of of being forgiven it's a it's a sense that's that's how it feels you know um and yeah that's how it feels and there's no other way to explain it but that's what the bible says though your sins are as red as crimson as scarlet jesus can wash you and you'll be as white as snow you will be forgiven and he's a god who does not keep any record of wrong so you are guaranteed he's not going to bring it up the only person who can bring it back is the devil and you so it's up to you once you he hands you that forgiveness and you take it you either take it for good or if you want to bring it up that's up to you but god he forgets he does not bring it up he will never bring it up and that is a guarantee so that's the next point man that's the next point nothing is too bad nothing is too dirty god has seen it all you're not the first one to do it just bring it before him just ask him and he will come through for you he will we have got that out of the way all have sinned god forgives our iniquity god can cleanse us three points simple truths you have to believe it if you don't it's gonna be hard but if you believe it it will be easier so another thing is that falling as a christian like i mentioned doesn't make you a bad christian doesn't make you a bad person you know backsliding into sin doesn't mean that you are any less loved any less strong it doesn't mean you're god's weakest soldier you know it doesn't mean anything it just means that a blow came you fell who cares the difference between success and failure of your walk as a christian is how you handle the fall that's the difference the difference between success and failure is how you handle the fall what are you going to do when you have fallen success is going to god and asking him to lift you up failure is staying in your sin failure is staying there and feeling like you are not loved and the love has disappeared yes the feeling is there but what you have to do is fight because you know the devil is not your friend the devil is actually not your friend he does not want to play with you so you have to be tough you have to be strong my friend can you stand up stand up please thank you you have to ask yourself the question will you run and hide like adam and eve did when they ate the fruit if you remember that story they ate the fruit from the tree and then they realized oop naked they realized they were not wearing clothes and then they hid from god so are you going to do something bad and are you going to hide because you can't even hide god is the he's omnipresent he's everywhere he's seeing me he's seeing you he saw you he's been seeing you 
So what are you going to do? Are you going to run and hide like Adam and Eve after they ate the fruit? Or will you be honest with yourself? Will you be honest with God? Will you come out into the light and say, I did it and I need help. What are you going to do? That is the question. It's tough love, but it's true love. That's how it is. You've fallen back into your addiction. You've fallen back into that secret thing that you do. You've fallen back with that person that you that that that, that you know is a bad influence. You've fallen back. Cool. Accept it. Own it. Come before God and ask for forgiveness. And God is faithful and just to forgive us all our sins. He is faithful. And he's not going to hold it against you because God, when he forgives, he moves on. You might even be bang the next day he blesses you. That's obviously a little bit out there, but yeah. God does not hold our sin against us, regardless of how dirty, how messy, how filthy we may feel, how filthy the act was. God does not hold it against us. He's a God of forgiveness. He's a God of restoration. He's a God who wants to see you win. Okay? So, another point. Will you run and hide or will you come out in the open? Will you be will you be true with yourself and with God? Because God knows he's just waiting for you to admit it. He wants you to say it with your chest, to say it with your mouth. So what are you going to do? That is the decision that we all have as Christians, as human beings, as youths. What are we going to do when we fall? Because the more that you hide it, the more it will power up on your shoulders. And now you're walking with this baggage. You are walking with these secrets. And I believe that's why we have so many people who are addicted to drugs. Those people who use drugs just to forget about their lives. Those people who use alcohol just to forget about it for a time. Those people who are now suicidal. You know, we have all sorts of things like this. Because people are carrying a lot on their shoulders. And their mental health is ruined. Because they are carrying a lot on our on on their shoulders, we are carrying a lot on our shoulders. But we have a solution. We have somebody who says to us in Matthew, he says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest." He says it. It's it's an invitation. He's there. He's waiting. You know, it seems like I'm just saying random stuff, but the minute, the second that you try this for yourself, I can guarantee you. God is faithful and just to come down and meet you where you are. And that's that's the truth. That's facts. So we know that you need to be honest now. You need we know that you need to be open. But how can you do this? It's called repenting. Repenting, repenting, repenting. It's called repentance. Repentance is when you are truly sorry and you come to your mom, to your dad, to whoever it is. And you apologize. You're truly sorry. You truly didn't mean it. You truly feel bad about it. Um, repentance. Okay. So repenting of your sin, of whatever your sin may be, is the only way to stand up after your fall. There's only one way to stand up. Being honest about it. If you're truly sorry and God sees your heart, he's faithful and just to forgive all your sins. Because you can't fake it with God. You fake it with your parents. You fake it with your parents so that they can just get off your back. You fake it with your friends. You fake it with your partner. You you fake it with whoever it may be. But God will see your heart and he will forgive you. If you're faking it with God, trust me, he's going to know. In fact, he, he created your heart. He knows. He knows when you're lying. He knows when you're capping. He knows. So repentance is the only way. True repentance. Truly being sorry. Truly, 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 truly. That's the only way. You cannot cheat God. You cannot cheat God. 
another thing that we need to realize about god is that he is not far away he is close by okay the bible describes him as a friend who sticks closer to you than a brother okay and we learn from jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 okay that says god god is like call to me and i will answer you and i will show you great and mighty things call to me that's what he says so one thing about god is that when you call to him he will answer now another thing that you need to realize is that he only used to do this in the old testament where he comes in the clouds or the rock is speaking to you burning bush the, the snakes are talking whatever you know i'm exaggerating obviously but now i don't know maybe if if to you he wants to be like okay let me let me let me open the clouds or let me let me let, let me make a donkey talk let me make a donkey talk to this person maybe that's that's god he wants to do that for you but what you need to know is that nine times out of ten it won't be that momentous thunderous occasion you won't see a vision animals won't speak the sky won't open up you know when you call unto god it can almost feel sometimes like a conversation between yourself and yourself you know but you have to believe you have to have faith that you are speaking to the god of the universe and he's listening like he's seated beside you that's what you have to believe it's a small voice in your head sometimes it can be a friend who just says exactly what you are, you are thinking of you know and you're having a candid conversation sometimes it's your mom or your dad that just brings it up out of the blue and you end up having the best conversation of your life and you end up getting stuff off your chest sometimes it's a sibling sometimes it's a message at church sometimes it's the most random tiktok you know god works in mysterious ways so that's what you need to understand when you call to him don't expect the clouds to open don't expect angels to now peep at your window you know you have to be, I'm not saying lower your expectations, but be realistic, be realistic and patient and be full of faith, knowing that the person that you are talking to can listen. The person that you're talking to is listening and is faithful and just to heal you, deliver you, help you conquer. So yeah, um, I don't think I have anything else to add. The title of the podcast has been what to do when you fall. You know, we have tackled the fact that all have sinned, no one is perfect. We have tackled the fact that if you sin, if you fall, doesn't make you a monster, doesn't make you a bad Christian, doesn't make you any less deserving of love. You know, we have said what to do when you fall is that stand up, be a man, be a woman, and own up to whatever that you have done before God. That is the only way to do it. The more you hide, the more power that you are giving to the sin and the heavier that it will weigh upon you. So if you want to be free of whatever that is, you need to stand up, you need to own it, you need to cut it at the knees before it, it grows anymore. And if it already has grown, if it already is an addiction, I would advise you to, to open up to somebody, to open up to somebody, to open up, you know, to your parents your friends you can text me on instagram and we can talk about it you know whatever your issue may be i may not be able to relate but i can be able to give you help biblical help that is going to guide and that's going to get us out of 
whatever sin that we may be in what you need to realize is that nothing is too dirty nothing is too messy nothing is too strong or overpowering for god you know he's able to handle everything that we throw at him nothing catches him by surprise nothing is a shock to him so that's what we also need to realize um yeah so another thing that we need to know is that repenting is the only way the only way to fully get it off your shoulders the only way to lift to get the weight lifted off your chest is to repent before god you know that's the only way if it's an addiction that you are dealing with seek help before it destroys you because like i said the devil is not playing he does not want you to live he does not want you to survive he doesn't want you to have a future so why are you giving him chance he got you the first time who cares it's you now to stand up and say you got me once it's not happening again but it's up to you to say you got me the first time cool you never it's never happening again that's the stance that we need to take and the posture that we need to take last thing that we need to know is that Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says call to me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things calling unto God is the best way calling crying yelling screaming chasing pursuing after god is the only way that we can strengthen our stand in god and yeah i wish you guys the best don't forget if you have anything going on you can text me and we can talk about it i can refer you to some people or if you wanted to stay private we can talk about it but yeah i am really passionate about this because i go through this a lot and i thought i should share this topic with you guys and i think we've come to the end of today's podcast i hope you guys enjoyed it um i enjoyed making it you know first episode of the year and i hope it touches you as much as it touched me thanks for listening all right we have come to the end of today's episode i hope you guys learned something i hope you guys have been steered even in your faith even as much as i am steered through this it's a good reminder all the time um we don't have enough podcasts or enough platforms that teach us how to handle such situations so i'm grateful even for this opportunity that i have to share these issues with you and yeah thanks for listening don't forget to follow um this podcast on instagram we're at the gen z chronicles you can also find this podcast on google podcast and apple podcast we are also found on anchor you can listen by clicking the link even in our instagram bio and yeah i will see you guys next time